0: hi everyone and welcome to the soil crc knowledge sharing project extension series i'm your host simon kruger knowledge sharing project grow a group participant and project communications officer at the West Midlands group in Western Australia This is one of four extension series companion podcast episodes where I sit down with other participating grow a group representatives and reflect on some of the key learnings from across the knowledge sharing project Joining us today it is my absolute pleasure to be sitting down with Burchip Cropping Groups senior research and extension officer Kelly Angel G'day Kelly how's it going? Yeah good Simon how are you? Yeah not bad not bad feeling pretty comfortable. So Kelly you're a familiar face to me obviously during the KSP I get to see you down the zoom lens fairly often and then I also get to catch up with you during the sewer CRC conferences which is lovely but for people who don't know who you are if you could introduce yourself and in your role that'd be fantastic.
1: Yeah, it's so Kelly Angel. I work with the um, Birchip Cropping Group, based in Western Victoria. Sort of they call it the Southern Mallee, where we are, but we're on that fringe between the Mallee and the the Wimmera region in Western Victoria. And my role um, for the last twelve months has been the senior manager of the Extension and Comms team. So fairly relevant to what this project has been about.
0: And so at BCG, you've you've got I, I know you've got like a larger, it's a slightly larger team, I guess, than, than what we've got at <laughs> At Midlands Group. So, how much of your team is is split up, like focusing mainly just on extension activities?
1: Yeah. So we've got four staff that work on extension activities, and that two of them are sort of sharing a part time capacity. So, yeah, it's a lot bigger mm. than it has been in the past. Uh, it is becoming an increasing focus in our in our business. So, yeah, it's about twenty oh, percent
0: of our workforce now are focused on extension and cons. Mm. And so, obviously, BCG itself is part of the knowledge sharing project, but what was, you know, how did you participate in the project yourself? What was your role?
1: Yeah, again, for this particular role, I came in a little bit late, so it took a little bit to find out what it was that I needed to be doing and, and how to engage and that sort of thing. But we, we basically had a, a role to sort of play in sharing some of the things that we do in terms of transfer of knowledge from, from research to, to farmers, largely. And yeah, so mm. basically, documenting things that we we're doing at events or activities, working out what worked well and what didn't, communicating with other grower groups, and um, a lot of sharing of ideas and, and outcomes and that sort of thing. So it was a bit of what are we doing, but also what are others doing, and, and how can we leverage and gain from those experiences too.
0: And so, did you use the knowledge sharing project, like the meetings that we had, as like a bit of a sounding board kind of scenario?
1: Yeah, it did. Probably initially I spent more time looking at what others were doing and listening. And then as we sort of got into it a bit more and I understood the, I guess, the the way people were sharing and what they were trying to get out of it, it, it became a place where you'd either offer experiences or solutions or you would ask for feedback on things that might work differently within your own business to get better engagement or better transfer of knowledge
0: yeah, I had pretty much a very, very similar experience. I mean, I, you probably <laughs> probably know me as the one that talked a hell of a lot at the start, which is sort of an unusual scenario. But uh, it, it was uh, the same for me. It's like it was, you know, I came in late as well, I guess. I was, you know, started in 2021, didn't jump in until 2022. But, you know, I really appreciated your insights were generally Just down the line, they were they were they were perfectly. You know, you'd sit and listen, and then you'd give such a uh, you know like a considered response. And 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 for us at WMT, it was always really nice to to listen into saying who's you know to listen to someone from BCG like yourself, who's you know you guys are very successful growth group and doing really really awesome work over there in the east. So it was really great to be able to sit back and get. Uh, hear what you guys were doing and kind of figure out like oh you know maybe that's going to work for us and then to be able to bounce it off you um, ideas and stuff was fantastic.
1: Um, end up finding as well that yeah your ideas that you thought were good at the time weren't and and just being able to use that group to say well you know we did this it didn't pay off we don't suggest you do it or or vice versa I'll say yeah we did do it and it did work but this is how you tweak it just um, good to sort of unpack those conversations.
0: Yeah, and because we are trying quite, you know, is, we're running events, we're trying to engage, we're doing very similar things, but there are those little those little things that you can mm-hmm. kind of tweak up the entire time that maybe one of the other groups did something slightly different and that was the kind of, that was the point that kind of changed everything. So, yeah, really nice to share those kinds of things with each other. So what I'd like to do now is kind of get into the the, the crux of this, and that's to select one of the, the events mm-hmm. or things that you tried the knowledge sharing project that was successful and worked nicely and maybe unpack some of the learnings from that. So BCG ran a, the, a pretty successful event last year, which was the Machinery Recovery Day. And it more. it was almost like a pop-up event, if I recall correctly. Can you tell us maybe a little bit more about the event itself and possibly mm-hmm. how people can be brought in for urgent training and how this presents opportunities for strategic engagement?
1: Yeah, well, I guess the first thing is BCG may have run an event, but we were certainly um, copying someone else's model. The guys up at Grenfell were having similar challenges to us with a wet harvest looming and they put on a similar event and and we had growers in our area that said, we need something like that here, we can't get up there, it's too far or the roads are cut or whatever. And so Mm. we paid close attention to what they did and initially i didn't know what to do i didn't know how to do it i was in the office on my own at that time because we had staff on leave Mm. and normally november is a pretty safe time for extension staff to take a bit of a breather but i had a a local corporate farm ring up and say we want to do something in this space but we don't know how to make it happen um but he had connections Mm. to equipment and And the different business houses and I had the ability to coordinate an event and promote it and that sort of thing. So it was a case of growers saying, this is a need. We don't know what we're going to do. I don't know if I've got the right recovery gear. Paddocks were an absolute mess. They were so wet that it would have been bogged multiple times with lighter equipment, let alone harvest equipment. And, yeah, so basically we got together and nutted out a bit of a program got some speakers that we thought would be relevant to different areas of discussion that growers were trying to make decisions on and put an event together in eight
0: Mm. days yeah see that's that's phenomenally quick (laughs) and what kind of turnout did you get
1: Uh, about 550 so and they came
0: from up to five hours away (laughs) good lord that is that's that is phenomenal huh for eight, eight, you know, eight, eight days and i'm sure it's eight days of painstakingly hard work with a lot of stress but 550 is just absolutely incredible being able to just say okay this is a problem right now let's pop up and let do what we do best and and you know provide some you know provide a space for some of these answers now have you found that, like, obviously you said that it was a, you know, a, a corporate farm? So, a members called up and engage you and saying they they want you to do so. Is that an, like a scenario that happens often at BCG? Like, someone calls up and says, I, "I really like you to do this."
1: Yeah, and we, I guess, we don't act on every request because it's got to meet the need of a larger group of people, not just an individual. And so, there's probably some people that go, "Oh, you know, I asked you to do something, you didn't do it," but. You know, this particular item we were seeing on social channels that lots of people already starting to worry whether they had the right gear. They couldn't access gear for recovery. So mm. I think across the whole country, the ability to get recovery straps or straps or whatever you needed <laughs> was um yeah, severely depleted because we're it's all in done. the same boat. <laughs> so, you yeah. know, this was this was a no brainer. This was a case of mm. there's a need. We've got you know, people that are willing to put some effort in to make it come together, and on the first yeah. few phone calls, like even to the Grenfell Group that pulled together their day, and we asked them how they went about it. Straight away, you know, everyone was willing to share information and approaches because it wasn't just one area that was affected. There was such a big area that um, was going to be impacted um, by a wet harvest, and and so our key goal was to make sure no one died trying to recover equipment that was that was the outcome Mm. like how how they're going to go about it and think about it and do it safely so that them and their Mm. employees and anyone around equipment goes home at the end of the day that was the core motivation and so then it was just slotting in Mm. the pieces to make sure you had the right conversations and the right perspective uh, put over the day so that people could get the most out of it
0: Mm. obviously 550 we've talked about numbers but was the Mm. engagement you know really good on the the day as well, in your opinion? Definitely. So we had plenty of positive feedback
1: afterwards that people went home having a better understanding of what ratings of recovery gear meant because even myself, I didn't Mm -hmm. know that, you know, the rating on a, a shackle is different to the rating on a strap and what it actually means in terms of maximum loads. So they actually went home with those basic fundamental pieces of information so they could look at their gear and go, I know what I can actually recover with it. I think there would have mm. been a few who wanted some live demonstrations and we probably could have done that. People, yeah? <laughs> 550 people presents a bit of a safety risk there. So, yeah, I'm sure oh, some oh, went yeah. home going to off, just wanted to see them pulling headers out of bogs, but yeah, yeah, a few too many dollars for us to play with there as well.
0: No, no, completely understandable. And then, okay, from a like an organisational perspective, those eight days, is there any anything that you learnt about setting up something like this in a short period of time that you want to share with, with anyone that's listening in?
1: I think the key thing that we learnt is if there's a common understanding that there is a need for the topic, you can get heaps of people to help you organise stuff and everyone will put their mm-hmm. hand up to be involved. So I think my key learning is that you know whether what you're bringing to the table is relevant or not based on how actively involved people want to be from the outset. So we had all the local mm. business houses keen to be engaged. We had coffee vans happy to show up on the day to make sure people were fed and watered. We had you know, yeah, Warakiri Cropping, who's the, the corporate farm that worked with us to pull the day together. Nothing was, you know, too hard or too difficult to, to work on. Yeah, so nothing was too difficult. And I think it's it was that core, you know, belief that this was needed. It was mm. it was essential to going into harvest and understanding it. And and it was on the back of people not coming off so well from recovering machinery mm. during the winter in New South Wales. So yeah, definitely a joint effort by a lot of people because it was a, a needed event.
0: Mm. No, that's a fantastic summary of of exactly, you know, what we're trying to get to the, the bottom of with this series. It's a, it's a nice little unpacking of an event and why, you know, why it worked, why you think it worked and, and you know, what you've learned in that process as well. So, you know, conversations like we're having today have happened continuously across the uh, knowledge sharing project, you know, our monthly Zoom meetings. And, you know, we've often talked about how it's, it'll be, you know, super beneficial for scientists and researchers and others who want to engage with, you know, with farmers and grower groups to have access to this kind of conversation and this this kind of information, you know, these conversations that we're having in the KSP. So we'll be sharing that with the broader research community through our knowledge sharing guide so that everyone can benefit from improved engagement. But as a little wrap-up kind of exercise, you know, what are your top three tips or things to consider for the research community when engaging with next users who obviously in our case are often farmers?
1: Well. You know, we've just been talking about setting up major events, which is very much done off the cuff and not well planned. When it comes to research and communication, there's a lot more time to think about what you can do and how to best go about it. And so I think the key thing for researchers is, is what you're doing something that's ready for extension first? That's that's the first question. We Don't go and take something to a farmer telling him, you know, about what you're doing just for the sake of telling them what you're doing because they want Mm. action. They want something they can take home and apply. small snippets of what's coming through is fine, but at the end of the day they're running a business and they want tools and and resources that can help them do that better or more efficiently or whatever it may be. So what do you Mm. actually want them to take home? The second thing is when you do want to communicate it, who's the best person to do that? I would argue Mm -hmm. that there are some scientists out there that should just stay scientists and they should find someone to communicate (laughs) their results for them. Um, So, you know, if you're a great communicator, all means go and and communicate what you're doing to the audience that's the the end target. But sometimes you might need Mm. a bit of assistance and that's where you can engage with your extension practitioners or personnel to find out, well, how do I actually Mm. get my message across and package it up? And probably the the key third point, and and I've just been reviewing a document that makes this quite clear, is you really do need to focus on what those actions are. So don't give them Mm -hmm. a whole heap of unnecessary information around the outside of what you're actually trying to sell them.
0: That Mm -hmm. information
1: they can follow up if they're one of those people that's driven to dig deeper and know more about the detail. Just make sure you get the key message across and what you want them to do with it. And then that way they will engage in what you're doing because they don't feel like they've got to sift through the complex things that are going on within the research. They're just taking home what you want mm-hmm. them to know.
0: And just just as i'd said earlier in the conversation this is a perfect illustration of exactly what i was talking about when i said we jump into the knowledge sharing meetings and your responses are always dead on perfect (laughs) in my opinion perfect it's like it's like you just rehearse them or or, i don't know it's incredible to hear, hear you speak and just put down tips like that from my side it's yeah it's some super useful information there but it's just how you present it and get it down so clearly is just it's a dream hey so i'll wrap up now so kelly thanks so much for jumping in and having a short chat with me today thanks so much for your your insights and your knowledge and uh, your support during the knowledge sharing project of the group and of the project itself and thanks for coming today even though i know you've you're, you're a bit sick and you've got a head cold you've, you've done a massive favor it's been an absolute pleasure working with you kelly thank you so much no
1: worries thanks simon <laughs>